Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com, the only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Dana Workman from Haunted Highway on Sci-Fi, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Boom. This is Bill Murphy of Sci-Fi Channel's Fact or Fake Paranormal Files, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hey everybody, this is Rex Williams, the medic from Destination Truth, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia, on LiveParanormal.com. This is True TV's haunting evidence investigator, Patrick Burns. And ghost huntress author, Marley Gibson. And you're You're listening listening to ghost host, Sophia Temporelli. And Michael Perry. And we're here... Hello, we're here at the Ghost Host with Sophia Temporelli and Weekly Paranormal. Weekly, Weekly at LiveParanormal.com. <laughs> this is Stefan Brigatti from Pacific Coast Paranormal, and you're listening to the Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. She rocks. This is Christopher Sanders with My Ghost Story on Biography. You are listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hi, this is Professor Lloyd Auerbach, parapsychologist, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. This is author Alexandra Holzer, and you're listening to ghost host Sophia Temporelli. Hi, this is Jeff Belanger, host of 30 Odd Minutes, founder of GhostVillage.com, and author of lots of your favorite paranormal books, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia, on LiveParanormal.com. Boo! This is Nick Groff, executive producer of Ghost Adventures, the original documentary in Ghost Adventures, season 1 through 10, and executive producer of Ghost Stalkers, author of Chasing Spirits, the building of the Ghost Adventures crew, and founder of NickGroffTours.com. You are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. Tune in. Hey, this is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporilli, on LiveParanormal.com. Hey, everybody, this is Jeff Belanger, writer and researcher for Ghost Adventures. I'm an author, the writer, host, and producer of New England Legends, the television series, and the podcast. And I just love all things spooky, and I love that Sophia Temporelli has made it 10 years, a decade of broadcasting on LiveParanormal.com. Congratulations, that's an incredible accomplishment, and please stay spooky, Sophia. 
That's right. It's the Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com and GhostHunting.com. And unfortunately, we have to retire that audio bite because uh, Sophia is now two days into 11 years on air on LiveParanormal.com and now GhostHunting.com as well. Congratulations, Sophia. 11 years of broadcasting here on this network. You've helped a lot of people through the years. Uh, Everybody, feel free to call into the show, 347-202-0316. That's 347-202-0316. As well, feel free to jump into the LiveParanormal.com chat room. It only takes a second to get an avatar, and you're part of the LP family. We'll be posting uh, our guest link in, uh, links into the uh, chat room, too, as well throughout the show. As today, we welcome renowned second-generation astrological spiritual consultant Jeff Harmon returning to the show today on uh, Sophia's 11-year anniversary show. Everyone visit jeffharmon.com. That's jeffharmon.com. That's with A's, H-A-R-M-A-N. Also on Instagram at Jeff Harmon Astrologer, Twitter at AstroCheck, and YouTube search Jeff Harmon. Next weekend, it's Father's Day weekend. We'll be playing a best of show. So returning after that, we have psychic intuitive Rick Wade on the program. He'll be on the 25th. Also, filmmakers Kendall and Vera Welton will be returning to the show now to promote The House in Between Two, the series launch. That's going to be on the 9th of uh, July, coming back after a, a best of on a 4th of July weekend. Also, Travel and Discovery Plus's The Ghost Brothers promote Fright Club Season 2 with Jack Osborne. That's to be determined. Uh, they're going to be uh, casted by uh, uh, PR over there. And uh, so you don't want to miss any of these upcoming broadcasts. So basically, like the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on uh, Facebook fan page to learn of the guests as we learn of them real time. Also, check out the membership packages. They start as low as $2.99 a month on LiveParanormal.com. And Rob Sirk, the site founder, is great at rewarding the members here. So a lot of great autographed by, books by some of your favorite paranormal authors all on the homepage of LiveParanormal.com and GhostHunting.com. And support the vendors, too, there as well. Archive shows, if you miss anything, they're available on the homepage of LiveParanormal.com. It's free MP4, uh, MP4 iTunes downloads. Let me see here. little lag in the, in the queue here. Sophia. There you go. We have you on here. Sophia, congratulations on 11 years of broadcasting. Thank you. I can't believe it's already been 11 years. You're doing a fantastic job, Sophia. You got a lot of these pages. You got the Twitters, the Instagrams, all these different things, the YouTube. Where can people find you? So you can check out some archive shows on YouTube, the ghost host Sophia Temporelli. I'm on Instagram at Sophia Temporelli and Twitter at Sophia Temporelli with one L because my name's just too long. Yeah, we cursed you with a long name there. It's it's even longer when your middle name gets thrown in. But Sophia, tell us about your guest today. Today we welcome renowned astrological spiritual consultant Jeff Harmon. Everyone visit jeffharmon.com, Instagram at Jeff Harmon Astrologer, Twitter at AstroCheck, YouTube search Jeff Harmon. Let's welcome him into the show. Well, Jeff, uh, trying to unmute you too. That usually means we have a lot of people turning out. So, yes. Jeff, thank you for <laughs> joining today. You bet. Thanks for having me, and congratulations, Sophia, on your 11th year on air. That's wonderful. It's a long time. Well, thank you so much, and thank you uh, for coming back on the show again today. It was great talking to you last time, and I'm excited to get to talk to you again today. You bet. It's great to be here. So to start off, can you tell everyone how your interest and, you know, passion for astrology first began? 
Well, that's that's an interesting story. It actually started for me back in the mid-70s. Um, I had the keys to the car, and I was driving, and my mother would uh, tell me about girlfriends to such an accurate degree that I said, how are you, mm-hmm. you, know, how are you knowing this? And <laughs> she said, uh, well, I got their charts. And, you know, back then I was kind of a skeptic. You know, I said, come on, you know, astrology doesn't have any efficacy and all that. And, um, you know, she, she basically said, well, before you knock it, you know, try it. And I did. And, you know, to, I also have to say, growing up, I did have a lot of paranormal experiences, astral travel experiences. So I wasn't completely foreign to it, but the, the astrology was, was a whole new thing. And um, <laughs> once she started showing me, and, of course, this was B.C., you know, before computers, and um, – well, we thought we were cool in 1977 and 78 when we got the Commodore, you know, 64. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember that one, but uh, the floppy disk. And uh, your iPhone has yep. about a thousand times more power. So that's how I got into it. And what was fascinating is in the 80s and the 90s, I just really got blessed mm-hmm. with a lot of teachers and a lot of research and people doing translations, various different professors and you know, and I was into science and forensics work, too. Um, I actually did a lot of forensics work in audio, the audio field, like voice print analysis and acoustical work for various state and government agencies. So I was always comparing the science to the paranormal and the spiritual and the astrology. And, uh, you know, I've got to say, it's, it's pretty astounding. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. I feel like, you know, just – or talk about astrology nowadays and people wanting to find out about their charts and it's it's just really interesting how that can connect to you as a person and you know just learning more about that um i think it's really funny that your mom was doing that with all of your girlfriends yeah she was right on she was so spot on and i gotta tell you the astrology that i got into mm-hmm. partially due to her and robert hand was in the early 80s um, there was a real huge movement to bring back in the ancient Egyptian, Chaldean, and Greek-type medieval astrology, the roots of it, like, like way back, you know, like 300 B.C. And, and earlier. And I have to say, that really changed my opinion of astrology because a lot of people call it astrology, but prior to the 1700s, astrology was astronomy. They were synonymous. They were one. And Galileo mm-hmm. Newton and so many of these people referred to, they were really, truly astronomers doing astrology, as we call it today. The other one that really, really caught my interest was the Vedic astrology. The Vedic is kind of a pop term. Most people know it as that, but its true name is called Jyotisha. In fact, a friend of mine who just passed away, Chakrapani, coined that phrase in the 60s. He, he basically said, Americans are never going to know what Jyotisha means, so we'll call it Vedic astrology. And he did. And uh, he was right, because Jyotisha actually means the science of the light of the soul. And the whole tenets and principles behind it is spirit becomes manifest when we're finally tied into the body at first breath, which, of course, we call birth. And the celestial influences, which astrologers call astrology, is truly uh, and is unique to wherever you're born on the earth in exact minute and second you draw that first breath, really is the time stamp of the sacred energy that we will experience throughout this incarnation. 
And when we exit these meat suits known as bodies, the astrology really, really nails down. There's nothing like Nadi astrology. Nadi is a branch of Vedic astrology that actually shows what the ebbs and the flows and, of course, the very high likelihood of when we're going to exit the body. Of course, we call that death. And uh, as you well know mm-hmm. in your shows, that you know, we don't die. You know, there's many examples of ghosts and disincarnates and spirits and, and uh, psychology and psychiatry, uh, the honest ones, have certainly validated that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, I think it's so interesting. You know, we, I don't know, about a year ago, watched this movie called When You Were Born, and we, we thought it was really funny. It was with Anime Wong, and in the beginning, they had Manly P. Hall um, talking about uh-huh. astrology in the beginning. Um, I don't know if you've seen that yeah, movie. Yeah. I have and, not, um, but, but I, know, I, knew, yeah. I knew Manly P. Hall. I, I met him. Uh, yeah, so it was it was just really interesting in the beginning because they were going over uh-huh. different like astrology signs and like a little bit of description and at least for me and my dad um, and my mom too it was pretty accurate and I thought it was really funny because um, they said that Pisces are uh, they basically said that we think better laying down because our feet always hurt and like for me that's really true. <laughs> So to have a movie from, like, 1931 say that was really funny to me because it's, like, that's way before I was born, and just to have that was really weird. Yeah, I met Manly back in, God, I think it was in the 80s. Manly P. Hall started Mm -hmm. the uh, Philosophical Research Center, which is right down off of Griffith Park by Los Feliz in Los Angeles. And I remember I went in there and I said, Manly, I can't afford, you know, to buy your jubilee version of the um, secret teachings of all ages and I said mm-hmm. got any way I could get one cheaper and you know he stood up this guy was huge he was like 6'4 and uh, but like a walking wall I mean his shoulders were yeah. just a big guy so so we ended up going in the back room he says you know anything about binding books I said well yeah, yeah I can figure it out you know he said well here's one with the covers torn off he said uh, I'll give it to you for 40 bucks and then we sat around and talked and you know, he was really an interesting guy. Manly P. Hall, in I think it was 1916, mm-hmm. gave a talk in the church downtown Los Angeles. You know, and you've got to remember, this is the birth of Hollywood, 1916, you know, 18, uh, when, when everything was just coming together out here. And um, somebody watched him give a talk from a secret society. I believe it was the Rosicrucians and some others, Mm -hmm. and uh, they bequeathed to him a lot of this information because they knew he could publish it in The Secret Teachings, which is an amazing text because uh, it's got so many things from so many different spiritual and secret societal disciplines from alchemy to, you know, ancient Kabbalah and Christianity, on and on, and and basically every walk and discipline of life. Yeah, I mean, it, it's amazing. I mean, just to see a movie like that, too, um, from 1938, actually. Uh, and just, what, what's it was the name of it? I've got to watch it. What? When, when You Were Born uh, with Anime Wong. It's oh, basically um, an astrologer, okay. yeah, who uh, helped solve a murder. And, uh, uh, yeah, you know, it's just, it was just like a really sure. interesting movie to watch, right especially with the talk up from Manly in the beginning. Yeah. 
yeah, uh, it was it was really fascinating, uh, just with the time period and everything. Um, and it really shows how far back astrology actually goes, and just you know yeah, how theatrical film from the '30s. It's just like you know the interest was there back then, and it still is today. Um, with so many people having interest too in astrology, what advice would you give to someone wanting to learn more and you know actually kind of figure out how to read their own chart? Well, to read your own chart, it's it's really good to get a program. But I would say, you know, mm-hmm. there's a, a ton of different programs online uh, that you can get for free. But I would say if someone wants to practice astrology, like if they're actually, I, I think that was your question, actually getting into it, I really yeah. recommend two branches, um, the Vedic astrology and the also uh, traditional classical astrology, which is really the ancient Egyptian, Chaldean, and medieval tracts of astrology. And there's a lot of books. The, the interesting thing I like is this, defining also the branches of astrology. A lot of people just think, oh, astrology is my birth chart. I'm a Pisces. I'm an Aries. And one of the things mm-hmm. I do in readings immediately is dispel that. You're not your astrology, but you're influenced by your astrology. See, they say the guardian angel ties the spirit, psyche, and soul to the embryo at conception by the silver cord. And that the period of gestation for most people is about nine months. And then, of course, when we exit mom's womb, they say the celestial influence is tied to the body through, by the guardian angel from the Yetzirah dimensions. And this is not my innovation. This is stuff that you can actually find in old rabbinical uh, Egyptian, Chaldean, and Vedantic texts. So the astrology is the influence on the lower conscious mm-hmm. mind. And what's interesting is most people never knew their birth types. So what I love to tell people about is the branches of astrology. You have birth chart astrology, which is what most people are familiar with. But then you have a mm-hmm. whole other branch called interrogation. Now, modern astrology knows that as horary. I hate that word. It's a Latinized term. I wish the Latins would have stayed out of it. But the, the, um, the other one is prashna. They're all synonymous. Interrogation, horary, and prashna are one of the same. It's divinational. And I use this when I clear properties. I use this on clearing people. And, my God, the, mm-hmm. the stories I could tell, thousands of stories about missing people, missing money, uh, missing items, um, et cetera, et cetera, business partners, et cetera. You can cast a chart for the moment, not your birth chart, for the moment your consciousness wants a question. And you read the chart and all the houses pertaining to what the question's about. Like the person asking the question is the eastern horizon where the astrologer casts it. And then whatever house which is there's the 12 houses you look at. Like if it's money, you look at the second house. If it's a partner, you know, is so-and-so playing around on me? Or is, you know, are we going to stay together? Or are we going to be together? It's the seventh house. You know, is my, my job going to go good? This is stuff I use every single day of the week in my practice because it's mm-hmm. conscious in action, consciousness in action. So that's a whole branch of astrology that was probably one of the most used from the ancient times forward. You'd have ship, I have actually have texts that, that show, you know, the merchant would come up to the local astrologer and say, well, my ship's been gone for a month and a half. We haven't heard from him. You know, there's no cell phones. There's no 
way to contact. So he cast a chart, and he would be able to see if the ship was scuttled or it was going to, you know, just be delayed and come in. And it was always accurate. And uh, you can ask oh, about wow. anything under the sun. You know, like I've had people say, hey, my cat's missing. Will it ever come back? You know, the, the sixth house is the, is the cat. So, you, you know, health issues. I, I can't practice medicine, but I certainly can uh, look at what the chart says and then tell people to go take that up with their doctor or health practitioner. And it's usually mm-hmm. really accurate. And, um, you know, like, like I've had people say, you know, am I going to die? And, uh, you know, you can see it. I had one doctor say that to me. He says, Jeff, he says, you think I'm going to beat this cancer? And I, I, and, and I said, Jim, it's not looking too good. My younger brother, who is just 60 years old, he had uh, cancer, and he asked me, he said, does it look like mm-hmm. I'm going to beat this thing? And I said, well, Ed, I said, you know, you might want to put down the drink and the uh, cigarette. But on the other hand, it doesn't look too good if you don't change your ways. Well, he died. He died right after that, just like the chart said. And, you know, I don't like doing those kind of charts, but sometimes, yeah. you know, you can get your business in order, you know, and all that. The other type of astrology is electional. Electional is picking mm-hmm. auspicious times to commence an event. Like I do marriage elections, uh, picking a time to get married, picking a time to buy or sell real estate. I can't tell you how many real estate elections I've been doing lately. Everybody's moving, right? They're escaping from alcohol. Yeah. And then you, you've got um, electional astrology can also be used for taking trips, signing contracts, creating corporations, even surgery elections. I, I do a lot of that. And then the other type of astrology is location astrology. You literally can take your birth chart and extrapolate it to anywhere on the globe mm-hmm. that your energies are. And it's specific only to you. And I think it's pretty safe to say the last couple of years where the country's been and the world, a lot of people are looking at changing their lives by moving to better locations. And that is amazing. And you've got transits and progressions the other type of astrology is mundane. Now, that sounds kind of weird, but mundane astrology is like the weather forecast. Like, okay, what's going to happen next? You know, is the country going to implode and go to hell in a handbasket? Or what are the cycles? COVID-19 came in like clockwork. I had so many people on radio shows asking me for years, Jeff, what do you think of the Mayan calendar? And I said, not a thing. Can't mm-hmm. come up with nothing for the Mayan calendar. But I said, watch out for 220 forward. Why? We had a Saturn-Pluto conjunction in the sky. The entire world got shut down. And the entire world's still reeling from its effects. And 9-11 happened on the Saturn-Pluto opposition. The banks crashed on the Saturn-Pluto square. So these things, you know, you can see empires rise and fall on these major cycles. We also just had a new era just come in. In the winter solstice of 2020, 2020. and that is a new mm-hmm. high-tech era that is, is going to be very, very powerful on us over the next 20, 30 years. So that's, that's a kind of a broad brush stroke of the types of astrology that there are. Yeah, I mean, it's all very fascinating. And, you know, I know you were saying how you can kind of tell these different things based on, you know, the astrological charts and stuff. Uh, does Mercury retrograde kind of fit into that? Because I know a lot of people talk about it, but I'm not entirely sure where that fits into a lot of things. Well, Mercury retrograde happens three times a year. It's been happening since the beginning of time. And, yes, it's very powerful. 
but it can also indicate mm-hmm. good things in interrogations. Uh, every planet goes retrograde other than the sun and the moon at one point or time or another. Saturn goes retrograde half the year, so does Jupiter, so does Pluto, so does Neptune. So Mars only goes retrograde every couple of years, and Mercury goes three times a year, and Venus goes every couple of years. So, yeah, they have profound effects. Mercury retrograde is always, I say, a time to rethink, retrace, re-back up, and be careful with all your mechanical and data and, and on and on. But everything is kind of a divine influence of angelic forces on this planet. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love Vedic astrology because it, it says this isn't just, you know, Pisces and Aries and all the sun sign stuff. Literally, they claim every influence on all life on the planet is modulated by the, you could say, multidimensional portals that the planets represent. So I, I always say forget Trinity, Neo, and Morpheus. This may truly be the soul matrix here, and I, I really think it is. Wow. Huh. Yeah, I, I thought another thing that was really interesting just, you know, learning more about astrology is, you know, you hear your whole life just what your birth sign is. I was so I'm a Pisces. Um, but finding out later on that there's kind of different facets like it, um, you know, sun in Pisces or moon, um, the rising, and how that kind of individually oh, yeah. shapes it. What do those individual things such as sun, moon, rising, and all the rest of them, how do those, you know, individually shape it? Do they have a specific thing or does it just kind of go based on what star sign they're in? Oh, no, they, they definitely – your sun sign, I kind of call modern sun sign astrology love, light, and cluelessness because it's not that it doesn't mm-hmm. have some accuracy, but you may find even in Vedic astrology, which uses a sidereal zodiac, your sun sign might not even be Pisces. I'd have to cast your chart. See, there's a difference of about yeah. 24 degrees between what a Vedic astrologer is going to call you versus what a modern astrologer will call you. Modern astrology mm-hmm. is, is accurate. Um, this, the rising sign really has a lot to do with how you manifest. The sun is kind of the sense of self, and the moon is our lower conscious emotional reactions to things. But you've got to take the chart as a whole. I, I think modern astrology, mm-hmm. just sitting there and, and standing on top of the, uh, the sun is just, again, way too, way too light. Vedic astrology is stunning especially not at, you can actually see your past lives. You can see what your parents are like. You can see what your siblings, if you have them, uh, on and on. It's just stunning. And you can see many different influences throughout life that uh, are ebbs and flows of the karmic release and experience that we're all experiencing. You know, the religions like to make astrology out like, oh, it's the work of the devil. Well, actually, no, it may be the work of God, literally. It proves it, especially in these ancient systems. And moreover, I would say, you know, we got to remember that in Rome, the Pope, the Pope takes a bath in a bathtub surrounded by the Zodiac, and there's probably more esoteric knowledge, you know, chucked in the bottom of the Vatican than anywhere else on the planet. And um, it's the only religion that I find that really demonizes it to that degree. Um, most of your ancient cultures knew, in fact, in the Bible, it says right out, you know, that the celestial influences, like the Psalms say, are the fingers of the divine working and kneading the souls on the physical plane. And boy, I'll tell you what, you, you take a, even a cursory look 
at Vedic astrology, and uh, you'll come to a rapid conclusion. That just may be true. For sure. Uh, yeah, I was going based off of the sun sign from Snapchat, so I definitely take that with a grain of salt. But uh, I, I mean, I really didn't even yeah. know that that was a thing. You know, you grow up just hearing, you know, you're a Sagittarius or a Pisces or all of that, and you problem. never yeah. understand beyond that. So it's really interesting just, you know, how much oh that can change just from the generic base level of I'm a Pisces to what the rising and the sun and the moon is based on all of these little individual details you can gather from it. In the Bible in Exodus, there is a chapter, mm-hmm. many people have heard of it, called Exodus. There are 72 angels that rule the firmament. Plus, there's the wings of the wind. And there's also angels that rule every specific degree. When I get a person's birth time in a reading, I am stunned when I see the accuracy. I always know the birth time's right. When I look at the angel that rules the ascendant in Vedic astrology, that's sidereal. And it's, it's amazing. It's so accurate. It's creepy. Um, I look at my own, and it's just right on. These are the secret forces that are kind of divinely influencing our life. You know, a lot of people think astrology is predicting the future. My opinion is it is not. I think it influences the future. Astrology is like a road. When you jump in your car, you're going to go down the road, right? But you are going to be subject to the traffic lights, to the traffic, to the vehicle's, you know, response, all that. So that's the influences, but you're the driver. So that's why free will really does matter, and also your intentions matter. Just like a driver, you know, you can take a good driver in bad conditions, and they'll do pretty well. They won't have an accident. A bad driver in good conditions, and they'll have an accident. Mm-hmm. If they don't see the Mack truck coming through the, uh, the, uh, the stoplight, well, then they're probably going to have a bad day. Um, so the, the point is, what I like about the ancient viewpoints of astrology is you get a perspective on your life that I think is a, a very valuable viewpoint. And when you apply that with practical, mundane, or you could say your life, the, the, the left brain world, it's, it's a great kind of cross comparison to say, wow, I'm in this cycle. Like I've seen people, uh, you know, you can only have the progressed moon go through your 10th house maybe two times productively in a lifetime. Some people will get a three. They're 28 and a half years apart. You see, that's a long time, 28 and a half years. So when yeah. I see that coming young or old, I'm always telling people, wow, you've got a life peak coming, you know, get your surfboard out, wax it up, because you've got a wave. And also, you might want to learn how to surf, which, you know, an analogy would mean education or preparedness in any way that you're, you're preparing, whether it's, you know, secular education or just a trade or what have you. Because these peaks, they come. They come for us all. And when we're more aware of it, we can take better action. It's like a good driver when they see, you know, something coming at them, mm-hmm. they hit the brakes so they avoid it. So, or, or they see, you know, the freeway is clear. Well, turn up your music and have a good time with the windows down, you know. So it's, it's like that. It, it's, it's an analogy. But uh, amazing stuff. And it's so much past the sun sign stuff. I mean, God bless them or something like that. The sun sign stuff is okay, but in some ways it's misleading because we're so much mm-hmm. more than that. We're spiritual beings having a physical experience. We're not the astrology. We're certainly influenced by 
Um, what's interesting is the karma that you see with the parents. If anyone wants to be honest, I think the time we have the least amount of free will is the parents were born to. And the environment we all are initially raised in as little babies and children. And we're all subject to that. Mm -hmm. And the influences on that karmically shown in the Vedic astrology is, is quite profound. It's quite profound. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, I know we have to take a quick commercial break, though, but we'll be right back with more questions. Yeah, it's the Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. And congratulations, Sophia. 11 years of broadcasting, two days into 11 years here on LiveParanormal.com and GhostHunting.com. Our guest today, Jeff Harmon, astrologer. Everyone visit JeffHarmon.com. That's JeffHarmon.com with A's, so H-A-R-M-A-N. Instagram at Jeff Harmon Astrologer. Twitter at AstroCheck. YouTube search Jeff Harmon. The Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temporelli on the LiveParanormal.com. We'll be taking your calls to 347-202-0316 right after the break. Hi, this is Dustin Perry, the Paranormal Rockstar, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with the most Sophia Temporelli, only on LiveParanormal.com. joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.LiveParanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host Sophia Temporilli on LiveParanormal.com. Not only am I Dave Schrader, but I'm Dave Schrader of Travel Channel's The Holzer Files, and you're listening to ghost <laughs> host Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. I feel left out. I wanted to throw myself it's into your mix of, of voiceovers now. I love it. You know, uh, it's almost like we didn't leave break. And the Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Trying to unmute everybody, but I want to thank uh, Jeff's wife, Camille, for coordinating today's show, too, as well. She's a feature film actress, and I'm trying to bring Jeff in right now. And your son, Aiden, he's, a, he's an actor and a stuntman. Jeff, tell us, tell us about them quickly as well. Well, they're both doing really good. Aiden's in Palm Springs today visiting a friend. He took his motorcycle over there. But, yeah, it's a lot of fun. We're, we're having a lot of fun. And uh, they're doing really good. Wow. Oh, perfect. And uh, we yeah. have a caller here, an Ohio caller. Hi, 216 number. What's your first name? Hello, Patricia. Oh, hi, Patricia. You're on with Jeff Harmon. Yes. Uh, hi. Uh, I'd like to know. Hi, Patricia. Do you, hi. Uh, do you do any type of a reading or is it just related to 
ghosts, um, paranormal, because my question is not that exactly. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I spend a lot of time doing readings for people for their personal cycles and business cycles. So, yeah, you bet. Location, all that stuff. Yeah, it, it gets into everything. It, it, it could be, you know, whatever I can help someone with. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, uh, I feel like and believe I'm being guided, pulled to live in the Southwest. Um, mm. And I had chosen, and this started last year, don't have any family there, don't know anyone there. Uh, and I'll try to make this quick. Um, sure. I did a discovery trip last November for about three days three nights there in Albuquerque, you know, so I can try to get some feeling of whatever. And, um, but I don't think it's Albuquerque. I mean, in New Mexico. Um, And I'm looking at Google Earth maps. And, you know, I've got a map on my bed because I don't know. And I think my grandmother, who is dead, but on, on the other side, as they say, on my mother's side is planning this. Um, and I don't know, don't know anyone, so I'm not sure the city or town. I think it's going to be a smaller city or town. Um, so, um, Yeah, I, I just cast a chart on that. And, and by the way, to the listeners, I'm, I'm actually using interrogation because I don't have Patricia's first time. So she is the Eastern Horizon and you definitely want to move is what it shows. And it shows, I'm not here to tell you what to do, but the chart indicates you might end up by a water. Um, and mountains and water is what it shows. So that, that comes up good. You know, you'd be smart, not that I, you know, I'm trying to get you to get, do a reading, but if I had your birth chart, which I can't do on the air here, and I could analyze and show you, uh, the maps and location shows you have very specific longitudes and latitudes where you have your own personal ley lines and you have your own planetary energies and aspects. Each each person has that, and it's it's absolutely amazing how accurate this stuff is. I've seen it in my own life and so many other clients. And what the location astrology does is show you really favorable places. But it also shows you very specifics. Like some places are good for intellectual things. Some are good for, you know, everybody likes money. But some are really good for money. And some are good for health and et cetera. Mm-hmm. So what it does show here is you definitely want to move. You want to escape from Alcatraz, it shows. And it also shows that um, you're likely to enjoy some place by water and mountains is what it shows. Right. Right. And I was yeah, thinking, it shows it's a, a little bit of an issue getting there, but it shows you will. Yeah, and I think it might be, I don't know, close to Arizona. might be like on the border well, or whatever, but I, like I said. I, a lot of water. You got Lake Havasu. You got the Colorado River. You got inland lakes. Uh-huh. Um, the uh-huh. very west coast. It, it shows you're not going to be quite west. You, you'll be a little bit, you're somewhere more like that, yeah. But you might be well served to look at your location astrology. And you also have to look at what we call progressions and transits. What I love is Zoom. Um, I have Zoom for clients when I do readings. 
And it's awesome because you literally sit in your own home. I even have people do it on their phones, and I make a movie of it, and you can record it. You're literally making a video of all your charts and your maps. You can play it back over and over again, and then I mail people a booklet afterwards so you can hear our whole conversation. I mean, astrology has really, I think, benefited from the last decade of all this Internet capability, I mean, I have people all over the world I do this for. I mean, literally all over the world. And it's amazing the stories I get back. Wow, I moved to this place, and it's my Jupiter line, and I love it. It's spiritual, and everything's moving. And before, they were in a really challenging place, you know. Um, Or you might be in a good place, and you just have some bad progressions and transits that are going to clear up in the next year. You you know, you can really see a lot when when you do readings like that. But it does show you right. want to move. It show, shows you want to move. And, yeah. again, I'm not no, here to I, tell you I, what I to def- do. Right. No, I definitely have shows. to move out of this Cleveland, Ohio, because it's just been so hellish and just the energy, many of the people. Uh, it's oh, yeah. just been so negative and abusive yep. and so on and so forth, even though I was born here. Uh, but yeah, I'm, well, I, the, yeah. this country is going to go through a lot of changes here this year, particularly right. <laughs> from July forward. We're, we've got some very powerful energies on the United States itself, its birth charts, which right. uh, I can tell you we're going to see some changes. So big metropolitan areas, depending on which one, are going to see some, some intensity. Right. Yeah, I see that. Okay, I'm just going to still have to figure out which city. Yeah, yeah. Well, you might want to look into that. You know, you can email if you want to. You want me to do it? You know, go to Jeff at JeffHarman.com or or find out some way to do your location astrology because uh, okay. that's really valuable. The, the thousands of dollars it takes to move and the you know the energy you're going to experience. You don't want to do it twice. You want to find some place that's really right for you. There's specific latitude crossings. You can sit there on Google Earth and find cities. You can Google apartments or houses to buy and get right on those lines. And they're specific only to you. So once I have your birth, you know, information, I can give you that data exactly. All right. Okay. Very valuable. I even give people good times to sell their houses or to move. I literally give people times to turn the key in the door and start the car and take off on their journey. That's called electional astrology. And end times to move into your new dwelling. It's really cool. Mm, and you can yeah. bless it so you keep the spirits and the ghosts out of there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, thank you very much. Thanks yeah. for the call, Patricia. You, you, yeah, yeah, best so of it, luck to you, Patricia. So jeffharman.com. And, yeah, it's H-A-R-M-A-N, so jeffharman.com for Patricia. Where, yeah, where can everybody directly contact you? Any lines or email? Uh, the best is the email, <clears throat> jeff at jeffharman.com, uh, H-A-R-M-A-N.com. Yeah, that, that's the best way because the, the phone lines, I, I can never answer them. I'm always too busy to answer them. But, uh, yeah, I'm always happy to help people. You know, my heart really goes out to everybody right now. We're all experiencing a really dynamic time here <clears throat> as fuel right. races to the moon and um, the current administration has our, um, our economy heading full speed ahead to the bottom and um, without landing here. 
So let's hope and pray that the astrology is right and at the 11th hour and 59th minute at the end of this year, we actually see some, um, some antidotes and things start changing because uh, it's been a right. really trying time and, and the astrology shows it. Right. I'll go so, ahead. Uh, Jeff, you, not, I, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Jeff. Well, I was just going to say the United States has a Pluto return going on right now. And in the Vedic and Nadi astrology, it has some powerful, powerful things kicking in here this July, which are going to really stir the pot. And plain English, we might actually see a little bit of the phoenix rising out of the ashes by the end of the year. And I, I hope and pray that's true. Because there's never been a country greater than this one. And I think the Constitution is the greatest document ever drafted, as far as a country goes, to my knowledge. I mean, nowhere can any race, creed, gender, etc. express themselves and have freedom. And, you know, we really want to see that kept, you know. And uh, I, I think the United States is in a very powerful time of testing and transformation right now. And... Um, George Carlin, the comedian, might have been right. Forget the politicians, you have owners. And the owners at the top of the pyramid are clearly, mm -hmm. clearly making global changes. It's, it's like a war between the globalists and the nationalists right now. And um, we're going to see who ends up with their hands on the top of the bat when this is all done. And that's probably not going to be determined until sometime next year. But it's a very trying time for us, and I don't think you need astrology to know that one. Absolutely. And, you know, actually, after we took the call from Patricia, tons more callers started coming in. Um, I know we're coming towards the end of the show, but, you know, uh, I think it's really amazing that you took, you know, everything that your mom told you when you were younger and started taking on clients um, to help them with their charts as well. How did you kind of go from just having an interest to actually starting up and helping others with it? That, that's a good question. You know, I, it's really interesting because in the 80s, I had a studio, and I was doing a lot of commercial and film soundtrack work and design and forensic work, and it kept finding me. I had the blessing mm -hmm. of working. I actually worked with Mother Teresa of Calcutta. I, I, I actually filmed her. And uh, I did so many different things coming out to Los Angeles wow. and in the Midwest. And uh, what happened was um, astrology and spirituality just kept finding me. And I got really blessed to work on some amazing projects. And then I have so many teachers. Some of them were really good. Some of them weren't. Uh, they met well, but they weren't. Mm -hmm. And then uh, uh, what, what was really cool is by the time the, the 90s rolled around, especially the late 90s, I was really – it was just pursuing me. I, I would literally just word of mouth have all these clients calling. And then I got, right when my progressed moon hit the midheaven, uh, I, I literally uh, got on a bunch of radio shows and, and wonderful shows like yours, and the phone just rings off the wall, or, or I should say the e email now. And uh, I, I've just mm -hmm. literally had thousands and thousands of clients over the years doing readings, for business people, I do a lot of consulting. I, I work with remote viewing groups. I, I, I can't say who, but some of them are pretty sophisticated. And um, I've actually been hired to do research as to why certain psychic phenomena is more accurate in remote viewing groups 
at times versus others. And I've got a whole study on that, actually from a couple of different groups. And it's quite stunning. Oh, wow. The uh, celestial influences. And, uh, you know, like you, you, you cover a lot of wonderful stuff. Like look at Skinwalker Ranch. I mean, anyone mm-hmm. who has an IQ book room temperature is going to say the world isn't the way they tell us. And I think yeah. the spiritual slash paranormal and celestial influences are profound. And I'm very humbled by this stuff. I, I, the more I learn, I've been doing this about 47 years now, and the more I learn, the more I realize just how divine and how we'll never figure this all out using the lower conscious mind. It is truly a divine science that is, uh, is very, very deep. And um, it's, it's quite profound. It, it really is. And, and you, you really, to me, I really find truly we are spiritual beings and souls having a physical experience. And I really believe that the Nadi and Vedic astrology has it correct. We are spirit manifest in these meat suits called bodies. And we truly mm-hmm. are. And um, you, there's, you know, as you know, you cover so many wonderful things on your show. The, the, you know, when we speak about ghosts and disincarnates and spirits and angels and demons, that stuff's all really real, and it's been validated in many, many left-brain scientific stuff. Like one of my friends, Claude Swanson, you should have him on your show. Claude Swanson is a physicist mm-hmm. who worked for DARPA, wonderful man. He and I are very good friends, and uh, we used to break bread a lot in Tucson, Arizona. And he has written texts where hard sciences – and quantum physics, physics, et cetera, et cetera, meet this paranormal world. And I think Claude has, you know, no one's totally figured out, but Claude has some really wonderful theories at torsional ways and physics on how maybe angels and spirits and all this stuff work. And he also has has said, just like I feel, that we're never going to fully figure this out because it's multidimensional. You know, your soul has created hundreds of dimensions above the celestial universe, hundreds of dimensions. We're, we're, and and they, they say there could be 49 parallel universes and 49 sub-dimensions in each one, and the same for the astral planes, 49 dimensions, 49 sub-dimensions. I don't know about you, but that's way past my comprehension. And when you think about that, and you think about mm-hmm. how divine this planet is. I mean, just watch a bird land on a branch once. You know, yeah, we got fast planes, but try doing that sometime. I mean, it's, it's pretty astounding. I mean, the dexterity we pick up a glass of water with is more accurate than any AI or robotics can do right now. So life and genetics and spirits and souls tied to them is divine, divine, divine stuff. And I think the left brain world keeps us so bogged down in the fear and the negativity and all the, the money and the stuff that we really lose track of that. And um, it's, it's good to get back in touch with that, you know, because we're not our physical world, though it's important. And Vedic astrology really addresses that. They, they specifically talk about the nodes of the moon where eclipses happen, the north node and the south node. Um, they're respectively known as our perception of reality and our liberation from it. And uh, profound, profound depths that these ancient uh, rishis and 
and saints and prophets had on some of this stuff that um, really don't get any credit for it in the religions. Definitely. And I know we're coming towards the end of the show. So, Jeff, are there any events, appearances, websites, or projects that you wish to mention? Um, well, I, I'm always busy. You know, I'm really I, – I do mm-hmm. a lot of gemstones for people. I do a lot of uh, gemstones. We're, we're coming out with some really fun stuff on that. I actually make talismans for people. I use very pure, untreated gemstones, and I actually set them at good astrological times to the wearer's birth chart, just like the kings and the queens and the pharaohs. And what I love about Mm -hmm. Vedic astrology is it specifically shows you which gems you should wear and which gems you should avoid. And that's key because a lot of times people wear their birthstone, and that's not accurate. Um, The sidereal Vedic astrology shows you, and, and I do this a lot. I have a lot of clients in various walks of life from politics, you know, down to people like you and I. And I can tell you, I get the reports back. They go, yeah, I had the money. You know, it was expensive. But uh, I didn't realize it would have this kind of force and power. I'm like, I know. Why do you think the kings and the queens would wear them? You look at the crowns and the jewels and the scepters. There's reasons for that. There's, there's literally, they're like tuning forks. They, they have crystalline vibratory nature to the interactions of the planets. And this stuff has really been lost in modern astrology. And I know I threw a lot of people who are very powerful people that, that love this stuff, and they know, they know, and they secretly wear it, you know, like in pendants or ankle bracelets or what have you. And it's amazing stuff. It really is. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's, it's quite profound. Well, Jeff, I want to thank you so much for coming on today. I mean, it's been amazing talking to you as always, and you're always welcome back on the show anytime you have anything you need to promote. Yeah, well, thank you so much for that, and, and thanks for having me. And again, congratulations. It's wonderful that you, know, you, you uh, made it this far. That's wonderful. It's a long time. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate it, and again, just thank you so much for coming on today. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. You bet. You know, just FYI, Mercury is the 11th year. You know what that means? Communications and knowledge. See, every single year of a a marriage Mm -hmm. or a business goes through the seven planetary planets, just like the days of the week. See, the first year is the sun. The seven-year itch comes from Saturn. Well, your 10th year is Mars. Now you're in Mercury, your 11th, which means the show's in a a really expansive time, so it's really good. Wow. Well, I'm really happy about that. I mean, 11 years is I, – I started when I was 12, so who would have thought? Wow. Wow. That's, that's cool. That's great. Well, oh, thanks thank so you much, again, Jeff. Jeff. Um, and, yeah, yeah you you're always welcome back That's on. what matters. You bet. Thank you so much. Well, Bye thank now. you. Yeah, and give uh, Camille and Aiden our best. Well, fantastic show today, Sophia. Absolutely. Jeff is such a great guest. I want to thank you all for listening. The show definitely would not be possible without all of you. And I think he said Father's Day is next weekend. I should know that, but I don't. So um, I will talk to you guys again after Father's Day. Yeah, that's right. We'll have a best of show for Father's Day. I want to thank Patricia, our caller during the show today, too, as well, as we welcome Jeff Harmon, astrologer. Everyone visit jeffharmon.com. So to contact him and, and uh, directly, as he mentioned, to best by email, jeffharmon.com. Also to Instagram at jeffharmonastrologer, Twitter at astrocheck, 
and YouTube search Jeff Harmon for his videos too as well. Upcoming, we have, uh, again, as, as Sophia mentioned, uh, Father's Day weekend. So happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Uh, for next weekend, we'll have a best of show. And immediately following the week after, we have Psychic Intuitive Rick Wade returning to the program. So he loves to take callers too as well. That'll be on the 25th. Also, filmmakers Kendall and Vera Welton discuss the house in between to the launch. That's uh, going to be July 9th. Also, too, we have Travel Channel and Discovery Plus. The Ghost Brothers will be on to promote Fright Club Season 2 with Jack Osborne. They're all collaborating on that. That's to be determined, and I have a feeling it will be the weekend after that in July. So, everybody, you don't want to miss any of these upcoming shows. So, like the ghost host, Sophia Temporally, on LiveParanormal.com and GhostHunting.com uh, Facebook fan page to learn of the guesses. We learn of them real time, and we'll see you two weeks from today. Hi, this is Debbie from Sion Ghost Adventures. You're listening to The Ghost Host with your host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. God bless you all. for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.